Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. This week, once again, we're watching Doctor Who. That is by far the lowest energy and lowest effort I've ever seen you put into one of these. I didn't know. I didn't write anything. I didn't know what to say. And look, it's not wrong. No. It's factually correct. And it was delivered within time. I I agree that it was true and based in facts. I just think instead of Doctor Who, maybe just at least the episode name, which I'm assuming is written in front of you. Uh, Rise of the Cybermen, written by Tom McRae, directed by Graham Harper. So where's all that intel in the intro? That's when we need it, Nathan. <laughs> well, no, the intro's too short for that. Okay. <laughs> one day I want to hear you do a really long one and just talk over the entire theme song. I won't be doing that. Um, hello, welcome to Still Got Legs, the only other podcast in the world. My name's Nathan. That's uh, some idiot. We love Docky Who. <laughs> we do. A sudden burst of energy from you there. Can we can we address the tired elephant in the room that is you? There's, there's no need to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna though, just for oh, just great. for fun. Okay. okay. Nathan Nathan's a sleepy boy. He he what? was having a nap and he slept in on his nap, and now he he had to rush an episode of Doctor Who, uh, but he's here. He's queer and he's ready to record some Doctor Who podcast. Two of those things are correct. Um, Wait, hang on. Which is the uncorrect <laughs> or the incorrect one? The uh, podcast one. So you're not ready? No, but I'll do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Ever the professional. Mm. Um, Lawrence, this is Doctor Who. (laughs) You keep trying to pass it back to me. (laughs) It certainly is Doctor Who, Nathan. Um, And, correct me if I'm wrong, this is um, the grand return of of the Cybermen. Well... You yes, you are you are right. We had a little tease mm. in uh, season one, episode six, Dalek. We That's little, true. 
we saw the little head in the museum. But as a fully fledged Monster of the Week villain, this is yes the the return of the cyber uh, men. I was going to say cyber, you know, you know, bussy, whatever. But who cares? Um, the <laughs> return of the cyber men. Where what what do you think of the cyber men as a whole, Lawrence? Let's start off there. I the cyber boys, the robot boys. When you think of Doctor cyber Who villains, men. the three iconic Doctor Who villains are the Hello, Daleks. Where the Cybermen? What? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> riffing, <laughs> riffing over me when you ask me a question. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying oh. to get my energy up. All right. Okay, well, good, good. <laughs> when you think of Doctor Who villains, there are three that stick out. There's the Master, the Daleks, and the Cybermen. They are like oh, they're like the, to guess the home them. names. I wanted to guess them. Okay, would you like to guess them? Well, I can't. You've already said them. <laughs> would your guesses I, have been different? I would have thought it would be a fun game for me to have guessed those villains, but fair enough. I guess okay. you don't like fun games or well, me. I can add um, to the fun game if I say that there's a fourth villain that's iconic as well. Guess that Guess that slot. Um, so we've got the Master of the Daleks, the Cybermen. A fourth a villain? Um, I, I genuinely do not know. Um, angels, more recently, I guess. We've sure. Angels are up there. Yeah, let's go with that. I was gonna, I was what just was gonna agree gonna with every anything you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know when, you know when like a child misses out on the game and you make them included somehow. <laughs> when you, when you, when you hand your little brother the Xbox controller when you're playing PS5. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you go. You're very talented. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but what do I think of the Cybermen? They are, I think they're more interesting than the Daleks, personally. I think someone's been listening to my episode of Fundamentals and has been stealing my talking points. I, I did listen to that episode, but that was a good two weeks ago. And mm. you, you didn't captivate me, Nathan, so no, truth be told, mm. I'm not repeating your point. But interesting. I would like to echo a point that you have clearly made <laughs> <laughs> and share your sentiments with. Um, yeah, I, I think Daleks are very much like bang, you're dead. And yeah, that's scary. But Cybermen are like, bang, you're dead, but also you're not dead and you're going to be trapped in this metal shell with no free will. That's way yeah. more interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and I think this episode kind of gets... It, it goes straight into like the, the horror element of it all. There's a lot of focus on people becoming Cybermen in this episode. Um, mm. But what, what about you? Same, basically. <laughs> Where's that energy gone? <laughs> just dipped immediately. <laughs> You're going to be one of them people that I walk into the cyber controller thing. I'll charge you up, get some energy back in you. Um, Much like the TARDIS, I am out of power. Um, no, um, look, uh, yes, I do enjoy the Cybermen more than the Daleks. The Daleks are just like iconic, but I feel like, yeah, the Cybermen, oh, you are annoying because you just stole exactly what I was going to say. They are just more interesting, really, um, as, a, as a villain and concept. And I did touch upon this on my um, episode with harley of fundamentals which you can go listen to it was good fun it was a good little chat all about doctor who i think you get more more opportunity and more scope to tell um better and more interesting stories with them and um, there's some ones coming up down the line and even touched on this a little bit where you have like the elements of like you know humans are kind of inefficient and this is the next step this is like evolution the the next upgrade and you know the humans get tired, humans get sick, humans die, and here is like the ultimate workforce who we can just carry on and the ultimate gift for capitalism and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, interesting stuff, really. 
I've got to say, in the context of this episode, it makes a lot of <clears> sense <throat> that the person that inadvertently creates Cybermen is this kind of tech-based billionaire lunatic that doesn't want to die. <laughs> like, yeah. Because yeah. let's be honest, if Cybermen are real, right... I say Elon Musk is making them. He's never made a fucking thing that works in his life. No, but he's definitely else, funding them. Someone makes them, and then he buys the company. Yeah, and then he's like, "I made this." And yeah, so, but it know. would it, that would be his kind of thing. Yeah, and it, and it yeah, I like the I like mm. that it's um, trigger as well. It is trigger when in the range of that actor to go from or well, dive to yes, Mister <laughs> President. What do you think of his weird I'm little dying. voice he's doing? I don't know, I don't know what's going on, man. Because, like, I, this guy, like, he's great in Only Fools and Horses. He's fucking hilarious as Trigger. Um, but then there's just this very wooden, but intentionally wooden, yeah. and just very stilted, almost robotic, but I guess that's kind of the point of it. I yeah, I think what to me it gives off the vibes that he thought he was a big series, big bad. Like he's putting in a lot of work to be like, I'm very intimidating, and blah 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 blah. Like, and he's like, I don't know, he's doing these big speeches, and he's so super intense, hardly blinking. And I feel like he maybe didn't realize he was only in it for like a couple of episodes. I think he thought maybe that was being spread out amongst the season or something. <laughs> Lawrence, don't speak ill of the dead. Come on now. Oh, come on, come on now. None of this. Come on. You called Rest him wooden. I didn't say he was bad. I said intentionally so. Okay, okay. So. I do like his, one of his like first couple of lines is the cheesiest fucking thing I've ever heard. And it's like, this nerd is like, I'm going to tell the Geneva people that you, you're making, you're making life and robot life. And he goes, how will you do that from beyond the grave? It's a great line. <laughs> It's it's a terrible line, but it's That's very great. fun. You could, I, uh, you've lost all fucking all your legs to stand on when your favorite episode is School Reunion. Stop saying this like I ever said this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, should we? Where, where do we? Where do we pick up? So we, the, there is the cold open, isn't there? The creepy cold open. So yes, there is the cold open. We get the little the little hint of the Cybermen. What do you think about cyber design? Um, it's my first Cyberman design. And that's that I... your favourite, because that's how your brain operates entirely. No, and I'm, I had a revelation today, because in my mind, I enjoyed this Cyberman design. Yeah. And then when you finally get to see it in the full, like the ending, one of the ending shots of the episode, and they march out of the mist. Yeah. And there's an army of them. I went, that looks fucking bad. That looks really fucking terrible. <laughs> that's a bit harsh. <laughs> it's just I see what they're going for, and it's very. One thing I do love is the the of the feet. Yeah, I love that, and I love their whole vibe and the the creepiness that they exude. But yeah, the actual physical design, it could be more threatening. <laughs> I think it's fine for two thousand and five or whatever. It's a little, it's a little outdated. But it's, yeah, it's a little bulky. Really, I think we've had much more interesting designs as the years have gone on. Um, but yeah, it definitely looks like a little bit dated by this mm. point, I reckon. Um, yeah, it feels like whenever 2005 or 2006 predicts what tech is going to look like in the future, and it's always a bit yeah. goofy and, ba and, yeah. and bulky and shit. Yeah, true, true. 
they always thought we were going to go wider and bigger with technology, and we went slicker and slimmer. <laughs> what do you mean wider and bigger? Like, I feel like when people, like, when there's, like, phones from the future in, like, in, like, early 2000s stuff, it's always, like, this phone is, like, this kind of, this big thing, but it's got, like, a, an antenna sticking out of it, and it goes, woo, woo, and, and it's all, it's in your face. Whereas, in reality, yeah. it's, like, a, sometimes, like, as small as your wallet and very thin and shit. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It does the job, the design does. It's fine. Um so we 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 open up, we're in the TARDIS. We're um there's some look, I don't want to say bullying, but there's some, I do <laughs> there's some bullying going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the box I've put myself in as the Mickey Defender and <laughs> No, I know what you mean, because it's a hard box to be in, but like... <laughs> but it's true! It is true, man! They're so mean to him for no, no reason! <laughs> like, he's just, like, doing as he was told to just help out, and then he's just been left there for half an hour while they just chat and have the time of their life in front of him. I like Ten. I think Ten has a nice demeanour to him, where he is automatically quite polite to people he meets out the gate, very personable and approachable and friendly. Yeah. He, in my mind, has never stooped lower than when he, you had to be there's Mickey. Like, when he's telling a story and Mickey's yeah. like, fake laughs, and the doctor's like, yeah, you had to be there. And Mickey's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll just go stick my head into fucking orbit then. <laughs> like, well, fuck me, I guess. Uh, not great. Not a great look for the Doctor and Rose, really. Again, I don't... You're right. It's been so so awkward to defend in Mickey because there's just this looming elephant behind me, which I'm not addressing. <laughs> I, I have, if it helps, we'll get to it later in the episode. I do have some Mickey slander in this too. Okay, well, there we go. Um, so we even it out a bit. We, <laughs> a we bit. seesaw the criticism a bit. Okay. Um... Anyway, what's that elephant doing? Um, yeah, so so everything goes wrong, though, Lawrence, doesn't it? Yeah, the TARDIS, um, for the first of many times, dies beyond fixable repair. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. that's that's obviously good. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, um, I've lo I mean, at the time, I'd imagine this was maybe a big deal in the episode. Now, anytime the Doctor's like, the TARDIS is, is gone, it's dead. I'm like, it's not, though, is it? No, it'll be all right in an hour. Yeah, exactly. Just give it a bit. What that means is you have to stay here for a bit, and I know that technique yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So the Tardis, the Tardis dies. I I don't quite know if the Doctor. It it seems to happen as soon as Mickey takes his hand off of the thing. That's this is what I think. Yeah. I feel like the Doctor kind of fucked up somehow. He's too um, busy rizzing up Mickey's girlfriend in front of him that he yeah. forgets that he left the fucking idiot to fly the TARDIS. Yeah, and now they're in a parallel Earth, apparently. They're in a... They're, they've gone into the multiverse mm. and uh, they're in another universe. I guess. I, I like the, the convenience. Which seems weird. I don't like this in Doctor Who. Don't ever do this again. Yeah, it is odd, but I do like the, the, the hand-waving convenience sake that... <clears throat> The time vortex dissipates, right? It just ceases to be there, and they fall yeah. into what the Doctor describes as like a realm of nothing. The void. Yeah, the void. And we the void obviously comes back, spoiler alert, but the Doctor is fully expecting to open the doors and see nothing. Yeah. But it's a good thing. 
that the parallel earth he's landed on happens to be the same year and location that Mickey and like what if this was like fucking Japan or something like somewhere they've never probably never been <laughs> probably on running 20 Cybermen yeah or Rose's dead dad which we'll get to because she should have learned some lessons by now yeah but um yeah weird weird concept but I you know they don't milk it there's not as far as I can tell, there's not more like Parallel Earth episodes, or at least not that many. None since this. No, I don't think so anyway. Um, which is good. They're, I, I don't need that in Doctor Who. Keep keep that away from, from Doctor Who. Anytime we get into the multiverse of shit, I don't want to see a multiverse Doctor show up. I don't I don't want that. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't, I don't need it. What, like, uh, a, I guess, like a, the I guess temp Doctor, does... but from a different Earth? Like, What, what do you mean? Well, yeah. Well, just a, a, a multiverse doctor, like another. But not like a cameo shop, because you quite like like Twice Upon a Time and everything like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. No, that's the same universe, Doctor. Oh, you mean a compl- Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. What What I mean is like a doctor from another universe. <laughs> Ten's evil twin. I don't know what you're... What are you doing? What are you saying? <laughs> I, know, I know what you're saying now. I'm just trying to have a little giggle along the way. All right. We'll stop that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, I guess we, we do we do revisit kind of with the stuff with Rose in, in later seasons and stuff. And mm. even the end of this season. Um, but but yeah, it's, 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 it's related to this. It's like never a full... Let's go in, back into the multiverse sort of thing. Yeah, I don't, we never really... This is the only extended period of time we spend there as well. Like, most of the time, if we deal with the parallel Earth people, it's when they press their big yellow button and they come to our world, so... I I have a very specific um, issue with Doctor Who, and I think it's an issue only for me, for me okay. personally, for Nathan Bauer. Um, right. No one else watches this show and gets so... Uh, annoyed by it, but I also love it at the same time, okay? And this is the fact that this show keeps telling me, it goes out of its way, it tells me over and over again, we are in London. And I keep saying, well, it tells me that, it keeps telling me we are in London, and yet... The, all the visual language and everything that I'm seeing on screen is saying we are in Cardiff. Okay, yeah. it's it. I love it so much. I love that they're just in a quarry and they've just photoshopped the fucking O2 Arena into the <laughs> background because apparently there's just a quarry behind the O2 Arena, which is great. Um, we're at the Thames, which is like fucking 10 feet wide now apparently it's just like a little canal and <laughs> we're in the center of london apparently so let's just photoshop saint paul's in the background yeah it's so good it's awful but it's great <laughs> you and like i the, love the, it you and like i hate it so them just refusing to say we're in wales <laughs> yeah like you can send it anywhere else man like it's not that big of a deal <laughs> and they're not shying away from it because all the all the extras are, are welsh in this like jake and mrs moore are the most aggressively welsh people you've ever heard are you serious they're welsh oh Ah, oh, honey, baby, sweetie. What? Don't do this to me. What? <laughs> oh, no. They are both very, very Geordie. 
Oh, they are, aren't they? Oh, you fucking idiot. I just heard a different accent. Oh, Lawrence, honey, baby. Oh, I should have known. He says Moor. Yeah. Like, Moor. Oh, you're, you're not wrong. <clears throat> Fuck. Okay. Yeah. I'm not cutting that out. That's fine. Have that one on me. That was a... um. What, what do we call it again? Madam Hooch. Madam Hooch. You got Madam Hooch. I did get Madam Hooch. But yeah. yeah. So you, you like you like the commitment to fake London. Yeah, I do. But I also hate it. Yeah. Like, just, just say you're in Wales, man. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. Tune in uh, to our other podcast, another happy pod, uh, to the No Time to Die episode where Nathan had like a 10 minute segued <laughs> meltdown into the skyline of one James Bond shot. <laughs> um, where, by the way, like it wasn't like something wrong with the shot. It was that Nathan had decided a building that they had set in a fictitious version of London didn't exist and wasn't. It didn't there. exist. It I know it doesn't exist, exist, Nathan. The building's not real. Nor's James Bond. I know, but it's set in a real London. I know. Look, one thing that the that that definitely stands out in London uh, are the appearance of a load of zeppelins. Yes. That are up in the sky. And one thing I noticed, and maybe I was just feeling extra wounded from the bullying scene in the TARDIS, uh, and I was on Mickey's side for a bit, uh, is that Rose calls the Zeppelins beautiful. And in that one line, she shows more affection to a fucking blimp than she has done to her boyfriend for two seasons. Jesus. Wow. That's all I'm saying. No holds barred there, was there? Am I wrong, mate? (laughs) Um... I don't know. Even the other moments where she does show affection to him, she like gives him a kiss and he's like, what was that for? And she was like, you suck, and then leaves him to go to the TARDIS. When's that? Like, first episode or something. She's like... What do you mean like, first episode? Yeah, she, she's like, thanks. And he's like, what for? And she was like, exactly. Anyway, you're a loser. And then leaves. Oh, you mean like the f- Rose, the first episode? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't um, like them. You can tell, I <laughs> if know. You're, if you're just tuning in, I think they're a terrible couple. <laughs> you've, you've built your whole personality on this show around the fact that you, no, you don't. hate Rose. Don't you, say that. And you stick up for your man. Mickey. No, 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 no. I don't stick <laughs> yeah. up for him in any yeah. circumstance. Yeah. It's not him no, you, nor his actor. You absolutely love everything. Um, let's just leave that there. Um yeah, so there's zeppelins in the sky. There's um, everyone's wearing ear pods, but not as we know them. Not like the little. And this is this is ones. another point on my thing: bigger, right. bulkier, and fucking ugly. Yeah, very ugly. I yeah. I wouldn't be wearing these. Yeah. No. Well, maybe you would in 2006, and maybe you would if everyone else was. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like this is 2006, but it's supposed to be a more technologically advanced 2006, right? Oh, yeah, it's supposed to be, but you know they had the limitations of actual 2006. <laughs> also, what they know? Where did Rose get a new phone from? Like um, in, Sarah, in the Sarah Jane episode, she had like a Nokia brick, and now she's got this sleek little slide up thing. She's been everywhere though, hasn't she? Well, she's been to one place in between. Nah, they, they they always have little side adventures. They don't. You, we don't see. Yeah, I know that, but she got a phone. Yeah, maybe the TARDIS landed a car phone warehouse. <laughs> Who are we to say? <laughs> That's true. The Doctor yeah. waited there for forty five minutes while Rose sorted out a new plan. <laughs> they went, "Can we have your employment history?" And Rose went, "I haven't worked in a year." I also went yeah. missing for a year. Yeah. So that's my job blew years. up and I filed no official kind of thing. Like I was part of no inquiry or anything. Yeah. And Rose then she is... disappeared off the face of the earth. 
Oh my god, Rose's so. credit score must be fucked into oblivion. But then again, so is mine. So what yeah, would I same. know? I hate credit scores, man. What's the point of them? Just get rid of them. I mean, there's a there is a pretty clear point. Yeah, capitalism. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to defend it. Yeah, but you know who is like... a big dirty capitalist? You, Pete. Yeah, the yeah. return of and Pete. he's alive. He, lo- he is alive, and he loves a yeah. cherry pop. He loves a fizz pop. What didn't we say? I think during the um, the Father's Day episode, there was some talk of <laughs> obviously because there always is on this fucking podcast. <laughs> but there was some talk of Mickey and Rose's uh, relationship and how she's slightly older. As younger than him, he's slightly older, and then we was maybe gonna try. You thought there was a line possibly in school reunion about them being in school together or something, um, but I don't think that ever came up, did it? Uh, no, but is there is an interesting point in this yes. where Rose is talking about what happened to Mickey's gran, and yes. she states that when Mickey's gran died five years back, Rose was still in school. She didn't say we were still in school. Yes. So but Mickey, she also doesn't say they were together. True, and I suppose they, so, they've known. Well, they did. We've seen that they know each other since yeah, childhood. They've been lifelong friends, apparently. Who, I'm pretty sure we came to the conclusion last time that Rose was grooming Mickey. No, what? Well, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. I'm sure we did. Why would we come to that conclusion? There's something at going all? on. What? Why? No, is you, there you made a point saying that Rose essentially imprinted on Mickey. Yeah, not grooming him. Oh, I'd, look, call it what you will. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two defender that you are. I've never even fucking seen the <laughs> team. Movie. Team Jake holding. I've your never feet. even seen the fucking movie. You keep I your disgusting politics out of this name. <laughs> um, I'm so too what, tired for this. What? 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 What are you? What are you getting at? I don't know. Pete's alive. He's fucking minted. He is. He's rich. Um, his little, his little fucking his cherry fizz pop. His little fucking backyard shenanigans. His wheeling and dealing. His Del Boy attitude. It all paid off, and now he's a a millionaire, billionaire. He's got a big house. He's working with. He knows the president personally. Also, oh, there's a president. Um, which means they abolished the monarchy based yeah so I yeah I mean yeah firstly big cheer for that yeah I'm all about an elected leader uh, actually having some say Um, unless it's Rishi in which case fuck him into the ground Um, it's not an elected leader not by hers anyway oh that's very true yeah (laughs) Yeah. fucking hell what a shit show of fucking country Um, right let's can we talk for a minute about the business relationships between the president the owner of a fizzy drink company (laughs) and this new tech billionaire sounds like you got something to say it's not that i have something to say but the new tech billionaire um i'm just gonna keep calling him trigger (laughs) yeah that's fine yeah trigger has or dive yeah yeah (laughs) trigger has bought out pete tyler's fizzy drink company vitex you can trust me on this you can certainly trust him on this but why? What would the new tech billionaire need from a cherry drink company? I don't think it's necessarily that he needs something from it. He's, it's just more the case that he wants to own everything. It's but, he's, but, see, that... but they're on the board meeting. There's seemingly three, two people on this board plus the president. Is his next in command, other than his 
<laughs> Alfred Pennyworth surrogate, the fucking <laughs> the owner of a drink company. Kind of, yeah. That I guess I we think... can assume is like not really more than like 10, 15 years old. What, what, what are you getting at? What are you saying here? What I'm what I'm saying is if like if the if the argument is that he wants to own everything, why did yes. he stop when he conquered the fucking cherry cola industry? Like What do you mean? Why do he stop? Why are these two business partners on any conceivable level? It makes what benefit could either of them have from the other one? Influence. How? <laughs> because they're both rich. And... One sells a fizzy drink and the other one has a direct line to the president and makes you new think, species. You think the owner of Coca-Cola doesn't have influence? Right. The owner of Coca-Cola's house is a lot bigger than this. This, this, probably, yeah. This goes London, and that's about it. I reckon this is a fizzy drink popular in in London. That's it. Uh, all right, okay. <laughs> but that's that's you've picked that up from what context? From the context, like it's not his house isn't that big. It's nice. It's big. But it's not like fucking. Right, maybe he's maybe he's a little modest. Yeah, I mean that's Pete, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, like I I don't know what point you're trying to make here. I just I don't know I why think maybe I'm it's talking... a Lawrence nitpicks a thing, but it seems like an incredibly weird business relationship, and it feels like he's. I feel like you. I feel like I feel like it's weird. It's it's not weird though because it's it's something that happens. Businesses are always trying to buy their way into government so that they can control shit. Though. Yeah, and and and. and I don't think you're wrong, but then you'd buy a, a media company, you'd buy a social network that host that hosted accounts guy's, of politicians. But this, guy's, but this guy's buying everything. They even say he's bought up pretty much every company in Britain. So, mm. like, why wouldn't he buy up the drink company if it's a popular drink company in Britain? If it's got influence, if people like this drink, then he wants his fucking name on it. True. Okay. Fine. I'll concede my point. I still think it's dumb that there was no one else in the board meeting but the cola, that's just the cherry cola we, man. That's just because we know them. Don't bother getting people we don't know. True. All right. Can, I, can we at least call it a Russell-ism in terms of his business understanding? We cannot because it was not written by Russell. As said, it was written by Tom McRae. Mm, yeah, but the Lawrence, show I've running. Got, uh, Lawrence, I've got my spreadsheet now. Oh, okay. fine. Fine, I concede. <laughs> I didn't write down the fucking writer of every single episode of Doctor Who for nothing. But it's okay. so, so that I could claim other people wrote it and made a mistake. <laughs> yes. Um, Great. Well, where do we go from there? <laughs> I'll tell you where we can go from there. There is, when, when, when that announcement is that, like, you know, Lumix share prices are, like, doubling and people are really on board with this man and his weird company inventing shit. Yeah. Um, there's a fun thing where, like, you hear one of the news reporters say, like, he denies rumors of ill health, uh, and yeah. and then what they show is a video statement where you can see his fucking <laughs> respirator hanging off the chair, yes. and he's like, "I'm perfectly fine," <laughs> and he's like, basically wheelchair bound with his back as straight as it can be. <laughs> he's fucking wired in like Darth Vader, <laughs> and he's. He's like, nah, mate, all good. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm fine. Can't you see? Just do a fucking, like, do a fucking audio announcement. <laughs> Very funny stuff. Just so silly. Um, I um, there there was a scene where a little earlier on, um, where like 
the Doctor and Rose and Mickey, they kind of like go their separate ways. Yeah. Because like Mickey wants to see what's around this parallel earth, see if there's anything of, that he might be interested in. Rose wants to go see her dad. And then the Doctor can only go obviously chase after one of them. We all know where which way he's going to go. Mickey mm. knows which way he's going to go. It's all very obvious. There is a moment in that scene, though, where it seems like Mickey is more um, interested in the Doctor than in Rose. Because he's he's more upset about the Doctor going after Rose than about just Rose not bothering with him, really. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. It kind of confuses the messaging of it a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah. I think I think maybe that speaks to like the broader thing of he's just like he's you, left out of it really. Yeah, you two are always excluding me, so don't yeah. act like now I'm needed. I'm needed or something. Yeah, exactly. And I do like that moment. I like where he's like, "Go on, go after her," because you will. Yeah, and 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 it's the fact that the dogs just chew shit and goes, "All right, fuck you, called me on my bullshit." Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess I'm gonna follow Rose. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that that is a good moment. The um. So they, they find out they've got, like, 24 hours to stay. They have to, like, wait 24 hours before they can head back. Because uh, the yeah. TARDIS has one cell clinging on to life, which is, you know, extremely convenient considering the show had more seasons to come out. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. It, it, it certainly is. But So the Doctor breathes life on it. Yeah, it gives away some of his life energy or whatever. Yeah, 10 years of his life, he says, he gave away, and it was worth everything. Absolutely it's worth every fucking... Yeah. day or second or whatever 10 years to the time, there's nothing to the doctor doesn't yeah. matt smith like go somewhere for like a fucking like 400 years or some shit is it's it's um it's not fully confirmed but his last episode it's possibly spans about 600 years it's at least 300 and then quite a bit more because he ages significantly after that um, but yeah, possibly over the course of six hundred years, that episode is. Isn't there something you you? I think you know about this. Um, I'm pretty sure you told me about this. Like in canon, wasn't the tenth Doctor like only alive for like? Oh, he's like the shortest. Yeah, out of like all the Doctors, he has like the shortest lifespan. Yeah, because like it's said that somehow the ninth Doctor was around for about a hundred years. Um, somehow. Um, that doesn't. Quite is that work, is that but, canon or is that Clive facts? No, no, it's 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 canon somehow. Okay. Because in the fiftieth anniversary, the um, the War Doctor John Hurt says he's about eight hundred, and then oh, okay, the Ninth Doctor says he's nine hundred. Yeah. Um, but 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 yeah. Um, what was I saying? Then there's fucking yeah. The Tenth Doctor obviously like he he's like. As soon as he's, like, in this series at some point, he'll be like, oh, I'm 901 years old or whatever, 901. And then, like, by the end of his life, he's like, oh, I'm 903 years old. It's like, <laughs> dude, you, you lived for three years, man. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you had three years of... And somehow he's he had the shortest lifespan and he's the one who is the most obsessed with himself. Because, like... Yeah. He keeps coming back. He's like he's regenerating into himself twice now. So like compared to like other <laughs> doctors' lifespans and how long like I'd imagine Matt Smith probably is the longest one that we've had in the revival. Oh no. Oh Capaldi because he 
punched a wall yeah. for a billion years or something. Well, yeah, but then there's the conversation of how was that real or was that in his mind? So it, it gets a little bit tricky. Um, mm. Matt Smith may possibly be... The, I think Matt Smith lived over a thousand years at least. Um, <laughs> Pete Capaldi also had quite a long lifespan. I, we don't, know, we Matt, don't even know Matt how Smith's old the Doctor's lifespan fucking outlasted <laughs> nine other iterations of the Doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's cool, man. Um... Um, we we don't even know how old the Doctor is at this point. I think so. Yeah, I think when they, they they were probably doing it in like show terms, weren't they? Like Russell was like, it's been five years since I wrote that he was nine hundred, so he's nine hundred five. Yeah. They like set it in real time, where it's it's kind of limits it really, and just I don't mm. know, it's more interesting to like say have the in between adventures, the adventures between the pages, really. Because well, because technically, wouldn't Matt Smith have like Matt Smith would have been like. Come on, Amy and Rory, let's have fun. He drops them off, and then fifty years later, he's like, "Let's do with something else." Well, there's an episode, um, there's an episode in series seven where Amy and Rory say they've been with the Doctor for ten years now. It's been ten years of them running around with the Doctor. Okay, now, so, so yeah, bloody hell, yeah. Well, there you go. There's just a bit of background canon for you all there. <laughs> just a little brief little discussion on the age of the Doctor. Yes. Mm. Um, between this. Mm. Uh, yes. This episode, and then, like, obviously, it will go on where the master screams dinner time and lands on two homeless people enjoying a nice burger. Yeah, I'm starting to think <laughs> oh, no. that there's there's a hate the poor. What, what? messaging going on? <laughs> I don't know how you consume <laughs> and watch stuff. Like, I think how, it's nasty. How do you watch this and go, oh, this is clearly he hates the poor, <laughs> instead of like, oh, he's, it's actually the opposite. He's using the poor <laughs> to fuel his empire or whatever. Yeah, Lumic is. Yeah. Stop writing poor people to die, man. <laughs> my, look, my point, my, one of my is main that, points. This is, again, is this not just a critique of capitalism rather yeah, no, than absolutely. I hate the poor? Nathan, I was doing a funny little bit, but I have another point on it. I think it's the other way around. I think it's, if anything, it's I hate the rich. I mean, yeah, the rich do suck, but I think there's people, some people could be doing a bit more. Like, for example, Jake has got his little camcorder and he's in a bush. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to catch these guys. Or, sorry, he says, Why I? I'm going to catch these guys. Um... <laughs> How I? I'm going to catch these guys. Why Send I, this pet? back to the tune. <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> we apologise to any listeners in Newcastle. <laughs> uh, but he goes. He, the thing that that gets me is he he taps the homeless person on the shoulder as he's walking in, and he's like, "Don't do it. You, they, no one ever comes out there." And he goes, "Easy for you to say. You never you never starved. You know yeah. they've got I food in there. Good. good line. I thought. Yeah, but then Jake's like, "Take him home for a burger. You fucking idiot. Like, don't, don't go." It's a valid point, to be fair. Like, you've you got your own choice to make. Be like, you'll die, I'll get you a sandwich, see, come with me. You see, I think you're confusing Jake and and Ricky and Mrs. Norris and this whole affair, the preachers or whatever they call themselves. I think you're confusing Mrs. Norris? Them. Isn't that what she calls herself? <laughs> no. Are you sure? I'm fairly certain it's like... Uh, begins with an M, I'm fairly certain. Mrs. Norris. Ah, oh, it's not Norris, is it? I'm pretty sure it's... Oh, Miss, it might be Mrs. Moore. 
Yeah, it is Mrs. Moore, because I said yeah. earlier. Oh, well, there we go. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> is that from Toy Story? Yeah. Isn't that what Buzz calls himself? <laughs> With his apron. Yeah, when he's going insane. No, that's that's when he's done it. He's doing a tea party thing, isn't he? He goes insane yeah. in the third one. Oh no, he doesn't go insane. No, he, he goes, goes Spanish. Insane. Yeah, he goes insane. He's like more tea, Mrs. Nesbit, when he's got one arm or whatever, and he's got the apron on. Sid did a number on him. Um, um, also insane. But yeah, Mrs. Norris and Jake. Yeah, no, you're confusing Mrs. Norris um, and and the whole preachers. Thing. I think you're confusing them for good people. They're know. not. G- I think they just want to take this kind down. I don't think they're like, let's help everyone we can. I think they're just like, let's let's get this done. I think if you emerge from your cover, put yourself in harm's way to tell a guy who you can watch is about to die, don't do that, you're going to die. You're, you're, you're decent enough to maybe buy him a three, a fucking three quid sandwich. <laughs> See, I think, they'll, I think they'll quite happily let a few people die if it means they've got some evidence and something they can do with their their overall goal really yeah i guess there's like a bit of um, look maybe we can we can do the preacher stuff now um you got anything to say about the preachers they call themselves no not really ricky's kind of cool i think all right i think and no you you have to back me up on this otherwise you'll be cancelled on (laughs) twitter.com i think no clark Realized yeah. he multi he had to multi roll, mm. and then pulled out his stock. I'm a I'm a bad boy, evil voice. When did Kid Altered come out? Uh... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, Contracts. They said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's got to be a bit after this because he was he shot out in Doctor Who, didn't he? Mm. I think like was Cadelta prob- not before Doctor Who? I think so. Look how young he looks in fucking season one of Doctor Who. Yeah, but he's young in Cadulted though, isn't he? Because <laughs> Cadulted. What's it called? <laughs> I know. I've never heard someone say Cadulted. Cadulted. It's like Cadulted. Cadulted. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck now, you mean? Now, now say cool. Now say whip. Fuck off. <laughs> Cadulted. That's not what you said. You went Cadulted. <laughs> That's the same thing. Kidolescence. <laughs> I don't know what fucking stupid point you're trying to make, but you're pissing me off. Okay, okay. Um... <laughs> anyway, it's the same character from Kidolwood, basically. Yeah, it is a bit. It's it's a bit like yeah. 
I'm I'm London's most wanted. Like yeah. a bit. I've put on I've put on my stock evil voice for this one, and and then by bad home, in man. like retaliation to that, he makes Mickey like I'm just a little boy. I'm just Mickey. Yeah, there's the moment where like later in the episode, Rose sees what is what she thinks is Mickey. It's actually Ricky, and he's just like this big hard man. He's like, who the fuck are you, love? <laughs> and then and then Mickey runs up, and he's just got the sweetest little smile on his yeah. face. He's like, Rose, it's me, Mickey. Hello. <laughs> And he, he like he says like oh we're we're gonna we're gonna save the world or something and he goes from your kitchen <laughs> it's like yeah. what why are you putting on a street urchin little voice <laughs> I don't think he is Cadillard was two thousand six okay so around this time same year same year so Ooh. so yeah just a carryover then maybe yeah probably shot them on the same day just <laughs> same, from one same quarry to, one set to the other <laughs> just like yeah. Mm. Um, I like that. So that so, um, anyway, so that they they bugger off. Mickey goes off to see his gran and gets kidnapped by the preachers. Nice scene with Mickey seeing his is yeah. I like that gran. scene. I like that. That's a good moment. Yeah, there's not much to it, but you really, I think you really do feel that he, like, you, given a second chance, you get why he'd stay there. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and you can see the crew in their glasses. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean that's that checks out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense for this era of Doctor Who. Um It's not I, just this era, trust me. Oh god, yeah. Um I I quite enjoy that Ten and Rose go to a party. Is this is this the first seasonal tuxedo? Uh yes. Yes, it is. Very nice. Ninth Doctor refused to wear one because he's big and hard. He is. Um so, so yeah. The he said the only thing I want to wear is a jumper with no t-shirt, and that's going to give me really bad bo, I'd imagine. <laughs> you ever had why that? You ever, you ever worn like a, you him... ever worn like a jumper? Yeah. Like a, like usually, a... if I if I um when I when I, I don't usually work in an office, but sometimes I do occasionally, and if I go in, I'm usually I usually throw on a jumper. But a jumper and like, do you have something underneath it, like a vest no, or anything? No just, no, just a nice jumper. Oh, they see there's something about bare armpit on like a sweater type situation what, for me. What what is the difference between it and a t shirt? Other than just the, there's a, a different texture thicker. to the t shirt. Alright. So that so makes me sweat more in a jumper. Okay. The Knife Doctor's got BO confirmed. <laughs> you have BO. No, you you've got BO. You've got BO. We've all had a bit of BO. <laughs> I can smell you through the camera. Is BO a UK term? Or is BO everywhere? So. Australians will probably know what it means. Yeah. Body odor. It's not that hard to figure out. No. They've all got BO anyway. Who does Australia? Yeah. All of them. <laughs> we got a lot of listeners in Australia. Smell them from here. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Your boss is Australian. He's the only one of them that hasn't got BO. I'm going to tell him. You said that. Tell him I, what? Tell him I said Lawrence said you haven't got BO. Yeah, but you're insulting all of his. You're insulting his family. You're insulting all of his kind. His kind? Yeah, his people. His people. <laughs> Australian. Anyone that James respects doesn't have BO. I'll, t- I'll tell him right now. I'll text him right now. I can. I have that power somehow. <laughs> it's going to be weird if he ever guests again, isn't it? Like <laughs> You'll never guest on this show. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Not unless some weird fucking miracle happens. <laughs> 
um, but yeah, no, I like. Um, so they sneak into the party. Um, I like Ten in a tuxedo. He cuts a fine figure. I'd rather it was blue. Bring back that argument. Uh, uh, no, what, fine. in a tuxedo? <laughs> oh, no, I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I like the tux. It's nice and simple. Um, I'm glad he's used sparingly, though. It, yeah, it's it's... He does cut a fine figure, ruins it when he has converse though. He's just got sucks and his converse just on there still. Um, yeah, yeah. Where, where do you, I can understand that like they might have had the suit for him to wear, but where did they get the new pair of converse for him? Because <laughs> like he had on his like white converse with the brown suit as he usually does, and here he's got on just a pair of black converse. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, quite a miracle they not only had that shoe but that size. Like, yeah, and the TARDIS isn't when the TARDIS is dead. Do like all of its special functions? I think they can go about the rooms, but they didn't go back to the TARDIS. No, they didn't, did they? No, they were just out about. Like, like I say, I can understand they might have had like spare uniforms for the staff or whatever, but like the shoes are a bit. Maybe you like traded it with someone outside. Trade like what? Like a fucking quest in a video game? No, but like you know, you know, like the, you know, like the in between is when he goes to the club, and he's like, "Give me your shoes," and he's like, I, "I want your shoes, and if you suck me off, I'll give you my shoes or something." I've the point. I've never been turned away from a club in London for wearing trainers. I see. I've saying that though, I went to like two clubs. So. I, I I haven't been turned away, but like I've been told. You know when the bouncer's like, all right, mate, because I'm in a good mood. I'm like, whatever, you dickhead, move. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't say that, though. I say thank you. Thank you, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, big strong man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, no, I, but I always wore, like, they were, like, black trainers. So, like, yeah. they could pass. That's true. I was never out there in, like, fucking Air Maxes or whatever. Big <laughs> you know, fucking... You know, like, the, that yeah. band LMFAO, like, wearing them big sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> like, the neon green one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a big robot head on. <laughs> oh, whatever happened to that band? LMFAO. I believe they produced two songs and then I'd imagine both died the same they day. They produced the whole album. I used to listen to the album quite a lot. Why? Champagne showers. I liked it, man. It was good. I did like... I it, liked... was at, it was at the time in my life when I was a big party boy. When were you a big party boy? When I went to Magaluf. That is bizarre to me. <laughs> yeah. That is ins I would love I would love to watch like a four hour documentary. Like I wish someone was filming you on that holiday. Truly was. I was very young. I was like eighteen. So like Did how close did you get to getting a tattoo? Oh never. No. It wasn't You've got some now consideration. Yeah, I've got two now. Like but it just was never something that crossed my mind. Yeah. I'm so glad because I got like some fucking stupid lad's tribal tattoo or some shit like all down my arm <laughs> just, can you imagine me just being stuck with that now just like some fucking love island wanker with just a big fucking tribal tattoo down my arm yeah Ugh. i can't say it would suit you to be honest yeah um, horrendous the anyway mickey's off mickey's off doing oh yeah his doctor thing. who yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> mickey's off doing his thing and he asks the soldier if he can walk through like, i genuinely forgot we were recording podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so wrapped up in shagaluf that he can't <laughs> he can't bear to think of anything else do you reckon we've got any listeners in shagaluf no definitely not oh, so shout them out um, 
Nathan, <laughs> Mickey goes through the quarantine, and I just yes. thought this was an interesting thing to bring up, and wondered if you had any thoughts on it. Uh, the soldier asks Mickey, um, you know, like, you know, yeah, we've got the quarantine. It's, you know, it's not before dark yet. Of course you can walk through. And he goes, cheers. Yeah. And he goes, the quarantine? And he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, where you've been living, up there with the tops? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what? Hmm. Just, just never heard Dude. that expression before. See, I thought you said toffs. Mm, he could have. He could have. I thought it was tops. Should we go to the tape? We can. Yeah. So, but you're you're implying gay sex. Well, it's because Mickey. Uh, the only thing I'm bringing it up for is because Mickey goes, "I wish." Okay, so. So he wish you you think Mickey wishes he was getting topped? Well, he, a, cause, yeah, because he's not. Zeppelin. You have to assume that of all the couples to have their stay on the TARDIS, Mickey's not up to anything. Am I all right to get bossed? Yeah. Hey, Bobber. Curfew doesn't start till ten. There's a curfew. Oh, serious? Where you been living, mate? Up there with the tops. Let me see if I can turn on subtitles. It's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> I think I leant more towards toffs on that one, but maybe that's just because you said it. If it doesn't start till 10. There's a curfew. Oh, serious. Where you been living, mate? Up there with the toffs. Confirmed. Subtitles have confirmed it. Toffs with an F. Okay. Foxtrot. What does that mean? Um, It's just like a moo. You know, like a... No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like a... Oh, like a... Oh, well, we all know what a... Means. <laughs> oh, bloody no. Like a, yeah. like a Tory. Yeah, yeah. Like a big like a fuck fucking... Meathead yeah. snob. Like a fucking Jacob Reese twat mug. Define toffs. Toff is a derogatory term. As a noun, it means... A rich or upper class person. There we are. Do you want to hear the remaining one? Shut up. So, yeah, there we go. There we are. So it turns out Mickey is not interested in on, on being on the receiving end. Welcome to Still Got Legs, where we clear up whether or not various companions want to get topped. <laughs> I feel like we're not the definitive Doctor Who podcast unless we explore all the like all the things that could be. Look, forget I've said it before. Scara Radio or whatever won't go into that level of detail. Stop calling out specific <laughs> podcasts. No, no, this no. is the community that we're in. <laughs> and I hate to remind you, Nathan, we're a lot smaller. No, they wish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When they start having debates about Mickey's tendency towards gay sex, then we can, then we'll talk. Radio Gallifrey could never. <laughs> um, it's quite funny that Rose uh, and the Doctor have a bit of a, um, like a self-reflective mm. moment about how the Doctor and Rose treat Mickey. Do they? So they have the makings of one. Okay. And this is my point. Where's this? What's going on? They're walking down the road. It's when everyone stops to get their AirPod blast. Their daily joke. Yeah. Yeah. So they're walking down the road, and it's when Rose is talking about... The Doctor was like, Mickey, Mickey's Mickey gone to see his gran. And Rose was like, oh, yeah, his gran. That was a bit sad that happened. She, you know, fell down the stairs, twatted her head in, or, and then yeah. off, off she went. Um, and And the Doctor was like, yeah, Mickey's... Nan's probably still alive and whatever. And then Rose told a nice little story and she was like, yeah, when I never really like considered it. And and then that they, you know, the doctor knows that Mickey's gone to see his grand and the doc <laughs> it Rose is like, I never considered how it would make him feel. 
or something along those lines. And then the doctor goes, yeah, fuck being here, isn't it? Like, we should go, well, let's, let's leave immediately. <laughs> so Just mean to him during this episode, man. I don't like it. Yeah. It, it, also, it kind of, maybe it's a carry on from like <clears throat> Nine and Mickey's relationship that was a bit more humans are stunted apes kind of thing. But no, because that got friendly towards the end. Yeah, but it was still like the bravado of it was still there. The Doctor would still play up the Mickey's an idiot line thing. Mm. I don't know. It's a far well, cry when from when of, he sees when Mickey in of... Journey's End and goes, Mickey! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I think of Mickey, I think of... Uh, when I think of Ten and Mickey, I think of like a better, more pally relationship, but I'm not seeing that. <laughs> yeah, so but it's far. not on show so far, is it? <laughs> yeah, no. Give him time, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, I say give him time. Give him does one leave. more episode. He does leave in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> good, and good on him. We'll get there. Um, yeah, we will. Something that I spent... Um, Lawrence, our queen is back. I... Yes! <laughs> it is not our queen, though. So close. Not as so we far. know her. I, I still think there's shades of how we know her. Like There's, look, there's shades of Jackie there, but clearly being rich is... Uh, has has changed it. I, I, Jackie needs to always be working class and down to earth. I reckon. Because I I agree. That's to such an a big part of her character. Is such a big part of her charm. Really. See, I agree, but this is quite clearly Jackie. If she got money, like this isn't Jackie who was born into money. Yes, this is true. Jackie who's acquired money because you can still. She's still working class, Jackie. But mm. but she just has a few off the cuff comments that would make her be perceived as a bit of a twat. I don't think she is still working class, Jackie. I think she she's bought into it a little bit, and she thinks she's better than the working class because of it. Given that she literally tells Rose, "You're not getting paid. <laughs> yeah, you're your staff. Yeah, what do you know? Yeah, yeah." Um, I, I know, and, I know and, what you're uh, saying, but she's real in those moments before. No, right. You have to consider this because Rose does this a bit, right? Rose, and she did this in a, a bit in Father's Day as well, mm. right? Rose goes, Rose goes to people that she knows will have no fucking fathomable concept of who she is. Yeah. So she goes over and has a chat with her mum, where she is extremely way too personal and way too forthcoming. Yeah. And then she looks surprised and upset and hurt when this stranger turns around and goes, maybe shut up about my marriage person I've hired to do something and have just met. All right, yeah. But picture this, all right? <laughs> You're at a party. Yeah. You see someone who looks... And I dig fucking... their vibes. <laughs> no, no, no. You spot someone who looks the fucking spitting image of Mary Heisey. Right. Okay. Um and and they are that it's your mum, all right. Basically, that's what I'm getting at. It's my parallel mum. Would you mum. not? Yeah. Would you not then be like, "Oh, mum, hi," and want to talk to your mum and no. stuff? Why? Because she's not. And what if you missed your mum? Yeah. Well, then I'd say it's always within Rose's power to go and fucking visit her. Yeah, that's fair, but like, but still, <laughs> she has but an like, opportunity uh, to but do also, anything. But, but, but at that present moment, you can't because your car's fucked. Okay, then I would say hold it out, 
and then in 24 hours use the time machine to go back and visit your mum the day after you left or something. You see, oh, you're being such a cunt. There's always a solution with you, isn't there? Because that is uh, a solution, Nathan. It's a time like, machine. Can you not just put yourself in the mind of the character for one minute and be like, be human. Okay. I will put myself... I would have more of a time sympathising with this if the last time Rose hadn't interacted with a, per, a parent, a parental figure that shouldn't have known she even existed. She almost caused mm. planetary genocide. Look, God forbid a woman have hobbies, Lawrence. Hobbies right? being killing the planet. God forbid a woman have hobbies and wants to catch up with her family. Sounds like you just hate women, really. No, I just think Rose has the ability, unlike anyone else on planet Earth, to make any appointment that she needs to make, fit any time constraint she needs. What do you mean? She's a, she could see her mum. If she misses her mum, she'd go see yeah, her actual mum. Yeah, but her mum's there. But her mum's there. Like, if no, you can, she's if not her mum. Oh, but she's not thinking rationally, Lawrence. This is the thing. Then maybe she's maybe she's not rationally. great at this time travel Stop. business. This, uh, I, don't, I genuinely don't like when people try and apply rational logic to people who are in situations where they obviously would not be thinking rationally. It's like, this is a big fucking tangent, but it's like in Civil War, Marvel's Civil War, yeah. where there's the fucking scene where Tony Stark is watching Bucky kill his fucking dad through the fucking camera footage or whatever. Yeah. And then people are like oh, but Bucky was mind-controlled, like, just forgive him. But, like, yeah, that's the rational way to think about it, but he's just watching a guy kill his own fucking dad. Of course he's going to be a little bit pissed off about that and want to do something. Yeah, but the, I don't think... I get that, but I don't think the stakes are as high for the time traveller Rose. No, they're not, they're not. But, like, at the same time, she might not just be thinking, oh, I can pop in the TARDIS and go see my mum. She just might not be thinking rationally. I think the very problem with Rose is that she isn't thinking about seeing her mum. It sounds like you really hate Rose. I don't like Rose that much. I, I love season one. I love Rose. I think her her regression as a character is plain in season two. I mean, that's a bit harsh. I but I think it's I think it's fair. I don't not like Rose. I think her and Ten have great chemistry, but there's I don't know. She's just less interesting Rose. of a person. I don't love Rose, but I don't think she's doing anything wrong in this episode, so to speak. She's just being a, f a flawed human character, which is what anyone else would do. Not me. I'm well, not, I do. I don't have flaws, so wouldn't be me. This is. It sounds like that's exactly what you're saying there. <laughs> no, <laughs> because fine, you're like fine. no, because you're like no. If it was me, I would just simply just accept the fact that I can uh, do anything, and I would go see my mum. I feel like I would approach it more logically than this. Would you? Yeah, I wouldn't. Are I, you a go, logical knowing person? That I, knowing that my mum isn't in any peril whatsoever, and as far yeah. as Rose knows, her parallel mum isn't in any peril at this point either. Yeah, yeah. I would simply, given that the Doctor has reminded me 20,000 times in one episode, that's not your mum, that's not your dad. Yeah. And the last time I did this, it caused a massive hullabaloo. But I just not... wouldn't do it, given that like but I don't need these... to desperately connect this bad. I can wait twenty four hours and then go and see my mum. That I don't. I don't know why I have such a problem with this, but I do because like <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like in the moment you wouldn't be like that though, because yeah, sure he can be saying it's not your mum, but then when you actually see her, and then it it fucking is your mum. 
then it's different. If they were thrown together, I could accept it more. But Rose like seeks out her mum. It seems weird. Uh, would you? I don't get why that's any different. Like if 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 they're thrown together, then Rose is taken aback. She wasn't planning on talking to her mum. Yeah. And then she's a bit. Then she gets a bit overly familiar because it's how she speaks to her mum, and it's natural. I'd get that more. But Rose sits down and is involved in the lie that she doesn't know who her mum is. Yeah, but she starts talking to her mum in a friendly way and then her mum reciprocates in that same friendly way. So she gets a bit more confident because of that. Fine. I, look, this is not a hill I want to die on. I don't <laughs> care this much. <laughs> I was making a jovial point. <laughs> there are no jovial points on this podcast. I know. <laughs> anyway, back to whether Mickey loves gay sex or not. Anyway, Rose is a dog. Rose is a dog, uh, which yeah. is quite funny. And Jackie is 40, but is she Nathan? No, she's 39. Um, but I did enjoy the 10th Doctor's reaction to Rose being a dog. That was very funny. Oh, just just, just sheer delight. Just pissing himself yeah. off. <laughs> that was very fun. Did, did I catch a moment of improv in this? Probably not. But I don't know. It feels like it. Like maybe it's just performed really well, and it's supposed to be like a little comedic beat. But where is it, Lawrence? But when when the when the doctor's like, oh, you know, this party's been blah blah blah. Lucy told me, and and Rose goes, Lucy, and Doctor goes, yeah, yeah, who's Lucy? And the doctor goes like, that that person there. It seems very like, I don't know. I feel like Billy Piper went for a bit of improv. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? It feels a bit. It never really struck me that way, to be honest. Yeah, it's just a bit silly. I like it though, because Ten's just like, "What? Why are you? Why is this the po- thing that's important here?" But but then again, it's another bit of Rose being like, "You're talking to other women." Yeah, true, Which, true. Yeah, not great, really. Yeah, you you shouldn't be talking to any other women, Doctor. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, where's my boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So um. Anyway, so the Cybermen show up. They kill the president or whatever. Yeah. And then they uh, they do the classic Doctor Who um, cliffhanger, which happens in about like fucking 10 different episodes in this era. Mm-hmm. It's always the same. Always just the, our main hero surrounded by the villain as they uh, give off their catchphrase, which indicates that they're going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to the credits. That's, yeah, so it's, it's exterminate, 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 delete, delete, yeah. delete. It's the exact same cliffhanger that's in the end of um, the the uh, Army of Ghosts Doomsday episode. So. Effective, though. Good bit of drama. Good bit of drama. Good bit of fun. I do like it. Well, and to, and in, I switched off so quickly because I didn't want to see a next time because I know that so often they just put the resolution in the next time trailer. They, it's not that they put the resolution. It's just that they put in clips of them just out and about doing normal stuff. So like, yeah. oh, they clearly got out of it. Yeah. So. I, I turned it off yeah. quickly because I I genuinely don't remember how they got out of it. It goes it goes to the credits. There's no next time trailer. Oh, cool. So there you go. Unless there's one after the credits, but I don't know. I didn't watch. Um. So yeah. Are we closer in age to Rose or Jackie? Oh God, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> oh fucking hell! You are closer in age to Rose. Well, I think I might actually be closer in age to Jackie. So ja- Jackie's forty. There's eleven years between you and Jackie, I think. Yeah. Rose is nineteen, though, isn't she? So that's all. That well, that's ten years. So oh, I you're good. You're good for like a year. You've got you've got a year in you. 
And then I close it to Jackie. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not doing too much better. <laughs> I'll be following shortly behind. You got a good few years, and you. Um, yeah. Look at yeah. me. I'm such a spring chicken. <laughs> Lawrence, what's one of your favorite episodes of Doctor Who? Of all time? Yeah. Um. Oh fuck. Um. Shit, okay, it's probably going to be a season four. Yeah. Like a lot of season four. Um, my favourite episodes of Doctor Who. Oh, God. Um, I don't want to be cliche and say midnight, but I think it might Just be. Just say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I think it's midnight. Midnight, okay. Well, we'll get ready because that will be coming out New Year's Day 2024. Okay, now. There we are. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> so long away. <laughs> Just wanted to show off the skills on my spreadsheet. Nice spreadsheet, Nathan. Nathan <laughs> made a big spreadsheet. I can't remember if it was this podcast or the other one where I, I had a pop at him for not doing any admin and he proved me wrong by doing two fuck-off spreadsheets. Yeah, I think it was the other one. <laughs> he really took it to heart. <laughs> so I made two massive spreadsheets. And, I, and I'll concede the point. He's done more admin work than me and the spreadsheets look nice. There you go. There we are. Nathan... Uh, I believe you have a button to press for a certain segment we like to do. Weirdo of the week! Weirdo! This podcast just gets longer and longer. Uh, this is everyone's <laughs> favourite segment of uh, Still Got Legs, where we like to take a moment to look back and reflect on some of the weird, wonderful, and grubby little characters who come across our screen each and every week whilst we're watching Doctor Who, or Docky Who, as it is affectionately known around these here parts. Uh, I'm going to go first, because fuck you. Um, my weirdo of the week is um mr lumic himself oh. and there's no and there's no intricate reason there's no big fucking in-depth thing that i usually go into about like how he killed six people or, or whatever the fuck i usually do it's just that he's just weird generally yeah. he's just a big fucking weirdo um and he is the reason this segment was created not specifically but like characters like him mm -hmm. are the reason this segment exists because he's so fucking weird and i kind of love that so there we go fair enough uh everything you've just said yes i i i have the same sentiments about my weirdo it's not the same character who uh, is it it is mr crane who is Mr. Crane again? Loomis, Loomis' right-hand man, otherwise known as Alfred Pennyworth, but but Doctor Who. Alfred Pennyworth? Yeah, he, he walks, he's the fucking, he's the top-end kind of cockney British fella that walks, think Michael Caine, Alfred. He walks around oh, okay. and he's like, all right, Mr. Loomis, should I be doing this then? Blip, 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 blip. Let's all tune into um, our new podcast, um, where David and Lawrence watch and review episodes of Pennyworth, the origins of no. Batman's butler. <laughs> Pretty sure they got cancelled, didn't they? I don't know. Didn't, I'm fairly Maybe. certain they changed the name of it and they then just cancelled it anyway. Because like, it was called Pennyworth, and then like between season three and four, they changed it to Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler. Which is so you just funny. couldn't make up a worse name for it. 
I know. No, we we will not be doing a podcast on that, but stay tuned for uh, our Glee cast, which will be coming. No, soon. we will not be doing that until at least <laughs> one of our podcasts has been retired. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. We'll be doing it at some point. <laughs> you might be. Um, uh, uh, Jonathan yeah. Groff was cast in Doctor Who this week, so if ever there's a chance for a crossover. <laughs> <Fuck's sake. laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the weird little... Mr. Crane fella. He's the one that's rounding up all the homeless people. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, anyway. Pork pies, lovely <laughs> steak slices. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, I just think he, I don't think he's necessarily like, yeah, there's no real big reason. He doesn't do anything particularly weird. Most of the time, our weirdos of the week are like people that are like sexual deviants or something horrific. Yeah yours are most of the time because you love those characters for some reason. I don't know why there's so many of them. I feel like most of the time with Weirdo of the Week, we try to just come up with a funny joke and just <laughs> and just make a funny joke about a character. We try and surprise really? each other with the nichest, stupidest thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the first episode, my Weirdo of the Week, was the guy that takes out the bins that gives Milthy, uh, uh, Mickey a filthy oh, it racial stare. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's true, we do try to just take catch each other up guard. And it's hard trying to find that niche <laughs> fucking reference every week. So sometimes it's just gonna be general weirdos. And and, and that's that's why I've chosen Mr. Crane. Because I just think like he's all too casual about the classic slaughter of homeless people. Like he's just like no, yeah. no he's he's basically fucking letting them do the cha cha slide before he marches them into a fucking chop shop for human people, like it's, yeah. yeah, no good. Just an all-round <laughs> weirdo himself. And he puts on In the Jungle and he knows it. He knows what number it is on the CD. It's track four or whatever. Yeah, he's sociopath. That's what I think of him. Well, there you go. There it is. Uh, another one for the history books, as it were. Um... Go on, you have a nap. I'll do this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we have another podcast it's called Another Happy Pod episodes go out uh, on Fridays at 10am it's, it's called like Another this, Happy but we Matrix. talk about other things what Lawrence it's called Another Happy Matrix oh yeah my mistake we're currently working through all of the Matrix movies um, we're, we're doing the May tricks across the month of May so, it's uh, May it is it's May the Matrix yep so come come along everyone <laughs> one and all and experience jack off and jack in stop as this we do. catchphrase is <laughs> awful I hate it stop it's it great it's a catchphrase for another hour no it's not it is jack um, off and jack in and join us for the matrix oh, it's a good time terrible um yeah so you can you can enjoy that uh, you can listen to me and to us discuss our sexual awakenings during <laughs> our. Is that up yet? That's not up yet. Is no, that we'll be bumped on this out. Yeah, the Matrix Reloaded yeah. episode. Uh, yeah, it's it's formative stuff uh, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, those go out Fridays 10 a.m. Uh, this podcast, uh, new episodes go out every Monday at 10 a.m. Um, Mostly. Most yeah, most of the time. Sometimes they don't, but like shh. sometimes they're an hour or two late, but no one knows. Yeah, so. well, you got work to do. It's Monday morning. Get on with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't be waiting on us. Yeah, uh, we'll be there when you need us. I promise. Um, <laughs> unless we aren't, in which case, shut up. I didn't say that. Uh, you can give us a little follow if you like. We are on Twitter at Still Got Legs Pod, uh, where we are mostly inactive, uh, which is always come good. on. No, don't say that. We're no. very active. Are we? We're sometimes active. I'll tell you who's sexually active. Neo. 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> he is. It's true. He is. But like, it's just not relevant for the current conversation. Just, just Look, we'll is. be more engage with us on Twitter at Still Got Pod and we'll be more active. Yeah, it's on you guys. Do your fucking yeah. shit. Like, yeah. What are we going to do? Tweet yeah. nothing relentlessly? Also, should we. I, I still think we should reactivate and get our YouTube set up. So let me know. Should we or should we not? Because. Let's us I don't know. know. I, think, I think we should. I don't okay. know. Maybe yeah. we'll do videos. Maybe we'll do daily vlogs. Maybe we'll do a family vlog channel. Family with what family? I don't know. <laughs> our vlog. Doctor Who family. Yeah, our Doctor Who family. We'll do daily vlogs. We'll do reaction videos. Yeah, we might do that. Oh my god, I'm um, reacting for the first time to this Doctor Who episode that came out 20 years ago. Come on, I know slander to the reaction community. That's me. I've never seen this before. <gasps> Whoa, David Tennant. <laughs> Could you imagine if we just fake reactions? I mean, <laughs> everyone else fucking does, so why don't we? I don't think they do. <laughs> Stop slandering people. Okay, well, even if... I think my problem with reaction channels is even if they don't fake them, they're conscious the camera's on. So there's never yeah. a genuine reaction. I think there is sometimes. It's rare. It's very it's rare. It's coming from a man who likes Gogglebox. I like Gogglebox. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that not the same thing? Yeah, but I like the I like the little commentary over it. Whereas a lot of reaction channels are like, the Doctor regenerates and they're like, no! And they just scream and blow out their fucking microphones. That's what most reaction channels are. Not the ones I watch. Yeah, well, clearly you've, you're in the upper edge. You probably... Of- you probably like fucking watch what's that guy called that fucking Marvel dickhead or the one that loves woke politics or whatever the fuck he was saying this no week. what no <laughs> nothing about that what there was there's a there was a, there was a clip that went around on Twitter um welcome to still with legs after dark by the way um there's a clip that went around <laughs> just, on Twitter um the episode's done we're just having a general chat <laughs> yeah yeah enjoy um and yeah it's a guy that was like um he was like making a re uh, not like a reaction, but like a review, like a, a quick thought summary review of guardians three. And he was like, finally oh, a Marvel God, movie with one. no woke politics. And he was like losing his mind. And he's like 40. I know the one you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, no I don't mean that guy. I mean the, um, the, Oh, the meth. The cook. One... I don't know who the fuck that is. There's a meth cook. There's a one. I think you've seen a few of his stuff. Cause I've, I'm pretty sure you've, You've put him on Twitter before, like, or quote tweeted something. Like, he's a guy that, like, he's a he's got a weird beard and he's got like fifty fucking action beards. figures in his background. Oh, oh, is it? Is this the one? Because I remember one where he was like talking about something being childish or whatever, and he was just in a room, just surrounded by fucking action figures. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, it, I think it probably was that one. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good comment that they all do have odd beards. They do all have weird beards. Now, the one I'm talking about is um, he, like, thinks he's a journalist or something for some reason. He's, like, always tweeting out, like, fucking, I don't know, like, Kevin Feige is making Ant-Man 3 or whatever. But not that, but, like, actual something. That's a hot scoop. Um, <laughs> that's a hot scoop if there ever was one. I'm fairly certain I saw the movie. That was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I did too, unfortunately. Yeah. Um 
No, but he like he always screams. Like he'll he'll see like anything happen, and he'll be like, "Let's go!" Oh, I know exactly who you mean. Fucking yeah. Um, he's off. He's off his head. He's off his fucking. He's like he's like he snorted. He snorted like six lines of coke before he does a reaction. Yeah, th- there's two of them that do that. Um, yeah, well, I only know of one the ones. Of them. The ones that are like they set up the phone with their flashpoint at them in the, in the cinema. And they'll like Captain America will catch Thor's hammer and and he'll be like, yeah, and scream. I don't think this guy's filming in the cinema, but maybe there's enough of. What point are we making? I don't know. Yeah, you started this. Sorry about this episode that you're going to have to edit. By the way. Yeah, I know. What is this? Is all this cut? Is it all still in? Who knows? Who knows? That is up to Ooh. your discretion. <laughs> that is up to my discretion. Uh, um, oh, hang if on. I kept it in. It's probably just because I was lazy. So, Fair enough. Like the sound of um, it. Yeah. See you later, guys. I need to go and eat something, Lawrence. Because what are you eating? Fuck off. <laughs> Let me go. What are you eating, man? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have, you, have you got any idea? Know. You ordering? You cooking? Uh, what's, what's the plan? Uh, it's late, a bit late well, for I'm, cooking. Yeah, it's a bit late for cooking. It's a bit late for ordering, to be fair. It's 20 to fucking 11. Nah, we've had, um, we've had 4 a.m. pizzas before in our heyday. true, day. we have. <laughs> Years ago, Lawrence. We were different men. <laughs> we were different men back then. We were just innocent men. <laughs> we're just normal men. <laughs> we're just normal men. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what Goodbye, is going Anyway, yeah, all that to say, you can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Review the podcast if you want. Yeah, you or know don't. I don't give a fuck at this point. No, I do. Please review us. Fair enough. Give us five stars. Put a nice little comment. Um, tell us if you would talk to your mum, or do you hate her like Lawrence? <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, no, don't say that. I do not hate. I love my mum. I had a lovely dance with your mum at your wedding. You did actually. We did the jive. Um, was it actually the jive? I don't know. No, it was the um, what do you call it? You know the uh, what, you, what the fuck are you doing? C three PO in? What are you doing with your hands? What do you call that dance where you do the? Uh, oh, it's meant to be a dance. Like the twist, is it or the twist? The Pulp Fiction twist. Do the twist. Yeah, kind of like the Pulp Fiction twist. Yeah, kind of like the Pulp Fiction dance. But that dance, it has like a name, doesn't it? Is it just the twist? I want to say it's probably no, just the twist. No, it's, it's something like the jive or some shit. The hand jive. I was doing a dance with your mum and your dad. Very nice. Both of them. I had them both. Don't say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Play the theme song. You fulfill- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Actually sullied this podcast. Look, I'll say whatever I want to say on my podcast. I love your parents. Yeah. I love mine. Good night, everyone, and God bless.